Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to this edition of Minding Your Business. This is a weekly radio show um, from the law offices of Peter J. Lamont, and we talk about a variety of business topics. As you may recall, uh, our last episode dealt with uh, the use of social media and how it's relevant to your business. And we had guest Lynn Maziello on the show who talked about uh, her use of social media and how it's benefiting her business. Today we're going to stay on the social media topic, but we're going to talk a little bit about specific policy issues that you need to be aware of, whether you're a small business or a very large company. So this idea of social media policies, before we get into what a social media policy is, let's just go over what social media is again as it relates to business. Everybody um, by now has heard of Facebook, Twitter, Google+, LinkedIn, and the majority of people are using it on a daily basis. And that includes companies. And companies are made up of employees. So obviously employees are going to be tweeting and uh, posting things on Facebook that involve their actions and activities at work or you know what they've done at work during the day so with social media unlike traditional means of communication um, prior to this social media age what you post on social media is instantaneous and it goes out to a large number of people Uh, the people that may be following you they may retweet, and you could end up reaching a significant audience. So uh, it's very important to understand how social media works because it can be used to your benefit, uh, spreading the news about a particular product or a new employee, but it could also uh, severely hurt your business if your employees are not trained and instructed on how to use it, and we do that through implementing a social media policy. So what do I mean when I say social media policy? Uh, This question was posted online, and we received some feedback, uh, and some of the answers to the post, what is a social media policy? Um, Most people assumed that it was the use of social media and advising employees to use social media to promote the company. So if you were uh, an owner of a Haagen-Dazs ice cream chain, uh, you would want to encourage your employees to tweet about a new uh, flavor or a new promotion. So that's what most people assumed a social media policy is. But in fact, it's something quite different. Um, A social media policy is a written document that is going to be incorporated into your employee handbooks. It can be incorporated, or it can be a separate standalone document, but at some level, the handbook and the social media policy do go hand in hand. Now, there are a lot of things that you have to worry about with employees and social media. Some of them are innocent, some of them are not. So let's first talk about why you would want to have a social media policy. What's the purpose of it, and what are you hoping to achieve? Well, with a social media policy, what you're hoping to do is to protect your company from legal risks. What legal risks are out there for somebody using Facebook or Twitter? 
Well, there's a lot, believe it or not. Uh, these risks include everything from disclosure of sensitive information, um, the inadvertent transmittal of, of customer contacts and business leads, um, corporate database things that, that you know, might be uh, you know, building, even something as innocent as a Christmas card list, um, unfair, deceptive company practices, unfair endorsements, employment and labor law violations. So a whole host of things can happen if you allow employees to be unregulated within the area of social media. Now, we're talking about social media on a business use. We're not talking about implementing policies or rules or restrictions that require um, an employee to limit what they do on a grand scale uh, at home or uh, with their private use of social media. So the policies that we're talking about are going to be geared towards your use of social media at work and then have some protections so that when the employee ends up getting home and posting something online, you can still, to a limited degree, regulate what goes on there. But I say limited because um, last year was a seminal year for social media law. And this is still a, a really new, fresh, developing area of the law. But the National Labor Relations Board is really at the forefront of these changes to the law. Uh, they last year struck down a number of large corporate entity social media policies because they deem them to have a chilling effect on the freedom of, of speech and expression as it relates to the rights of employees. And we're not going to talk too much our um, penalties for violating the terms and conditions set forth in the various laws, and the National Labor Relations Board does enforce them. They do uh, review policies when things are, are brought to their attention. So we're not going to have a full discussion on it because it by itself could, uh, could lead to a half an hour discussion. Uh, that might be something that we'll focus on in the future. But for right now, I want to talk about what a social media policy is, how it works, what you can and can't do. So most people, whether you have a formal employee handbook or you just have general guidelines and rules that you discuss with your employee, depending upon the size of your company, there's always something in the handbook that says you can't disparage against the corporation or the company. Confidential information must remain confidential. Uh, you've got to act appropriately and, and you know with good sense when at work or representing the business. So we received a question from a gentleman by the name of Jonathan M. Uh, he had posted this online, and the question was, isn't it enough to just generally mention um, the good corporate etiquette and uh, you know confidentiality and that sort of thing 
in a general sense in the employee handbook instead of specifically having a social media policy. Now, his concern, he continued on, his concern was the expense of now having to bring on somebody else to prepare a social media policy. And that's, that's understood. Um, nobody wants to pay a lawyer to draft additional documents. Most small businesses take a stab at doing it themselves or they use online services. Um, that can be useful for certain things. It's not useful for other things. Um, but social media is such a new topic and such a developing area of the law that uh, I, I certainly would recommend that at the very least you listen to programs like this, you do some research on your own. If you do not want to or uh, don't have the budget to afford to hire an attorney to draft the policy for you. That being said, even when you do hire an attorney, you need to know what to look for because not all attorneys are well-versed in the developing area of social media. So to get back to Jonathan's question, is it enough to just generally mention it in your handbook? The answer really is no because there are a lot of uh, separate issues that come along with a social media policy. So while it would be better than nothing, uh, to obviously include into a handbook the, the general terms about uh, proper etiquette and representation of the company. It really doesn't help you in the social media realm. Uh, you need to understand what some of the restrictions and um, issues are with social media. And you need to understand how it is that, that the use of social media could affect your business. So. Jonathan, the answer to the question is, is no. You really need a separate social media policy. How do you do that? Um, well, there are a number of resources online, and I would recommend that you do look at the Na National Labor Relations Board website. Uh, there is quite a bit of information. Some of it can be complicated and complex, but it will give you a general overview of how to create a policy. That being said, Oftentimes, smaller businesses tend to look online for online samples um, or policies that are used by larger corporations. You've got to be very careful because various large corporations have recently have had have had their social media policies, um, you know, really torn through. And they've had to be rewritten, so you don't know exactly what version you would be getting. So the, the best option for you, if you don't or can't afford an attorney uh, or you don't want an attorney, do some research yourself because you've got to be aware of some of the things you can and can't do. Some of the things that you can't do, if you do them, you're going to get yourself in trouble. So in general, I think with a social media policy, you need to explain uh, to your employees what you mean by social media and hitting on the, the major social media outlets like Facebook, Twitter, Google+, uh, LinkedIn, and give them an overview of what you hope to accomplish in the policy. Now, clearly what you hope to accomplish is you want to protect your company from potential liability. You also want to encourage the proper use of social media because it 
can be beneficial to help you get the word out about your company. So there's nothing wrong with an employee using social media so long as they do so in an appropriate manner. Um, You also don't want to have employees misunderstand what your goal is and then speak out against you in a way that hurts you. So it's a very, a very good idea to be specific and to explain your goal to the employee. Now, as you're drafting your social media policy, keep in mind that it is a very good idea to schedule a time, whether you've got two employees or 2,000 employees, to go over with them you know, what this policy is about, to provide them with a training session. Most of the social media liability that we've seen in the last year could have been prevented if companies had adequately trained their employees. So after you provide the introduction and then the overview of your goals, you're going to get into your policy. Now, a policy does not need to be 50 pages long. While some companies have chosen to do that, Uh, It's not always necessary. It may need to be longer than a page, but you really need to gauge uh, the uh, length and complexity of your policy based upon your business. So that being said, what can you tell employees and what can't you tell employees? Well, you clearly want to establish limits for the use of social media as it relates to your company. So you should certainly include a provision in there that uh, prohibits uh, employees from making statements on behalf of the company. And that can be done uh, very easily by requiring employees to post, following their tweet or Facebook post, a, a very brief statement that says, that the the views or comments of this author do not reflect, or you know, the the views of the corporation, or uh, they are my own thoughts and not necessarily those of the company. Now, obviously, again, we're not talking about home use. When they post a picture to Aunt Sally, they don't have to put that disclaimer in, and to require them to do so would be a violation of the law. What I'm talking about is when they're using your company and your company's product or name through social media. Oftentimes, you'll have an employee who is proud of what they've done. They, they, they like the company that they work for, and so they want to post, um, you know, just designed this fabulous uh, clothing line or recently designed uh, a unique kitchen. And these things are beneficial to your company. Um, but... There are times when an employee unwittingly might, for example, compare um, the the top-of-the-line product that your company manufactures and compare it to a lesser model. For example, uh, there was an issue recently where a cabinet company um, who was one of the top in the world had... A um, an employee makes some comments, which he was, he was trying to be helpful uh, about the quality of the cabinetry and comparing it to a lesser um, known uh, 
product. And he was trying to say, you know, this is so much better than this. But the comparison didn't work, and it, it kind of uh, backfired on him. But he didn't have that that line in there that uh, basically said, listen, these are my views, not the views of the company. And ultimately, um, you know, there was a discussion with him about it. So that's certainly something you should include. And make sure that when people are talking about your company, that they do include that, uh, that, that tagline. Now, you don't want to have broad prohibitions in your social media policy because very broad terms such as um, don't speak about the company in a despairing manner, that could violate the NLRB uh, laws. And, and again, we'll talk about that in detail in another uh, episode. But for right now, what you need to know is that your terms and conditions need to be sufficiently specific so that they don't infringe upon the rights of employees. Um, and that's something that, that can be done by really limiting each term and condition of your policy. Um, certainly, you need to establish, like we said earlier, proper training. Uh, you need to tell people that we're not here to monitor your quote-unquote off-duty social media usage. In fact, there are various states that have enacted lifestyle protection laws that explicitly prohibit against, uh, against doing so. Um, so you need to explain that to them and go over this in training and give examples. Tell them why you're doing this. Uh, the other thing that you should definitely include in your social media policy is uh, that it must be in accordance with the terms and conditions in the handbook. It's, it's kind of a good catch-all. Um, if you've missed something to go back to terms and conditions contained in the handbook, that would talk about confidentiality and that sort of thing. Uh, but that's you know maybe the last point you're going to want to make in your policy. You should also have an um, explanation of when and how an employee can use the company logo or image. Uh, it's not a good idea to uh, enforce a broad no-logo prohibition because that can be a violation of the NLRB. Uh, but it does make sense, and it is not unlawful, for a company to include terms and conditions for the use of the logo. Uh, the logo is a protected image, and you know you have the right to tell employees how and when they can use it as it relates to what they're posting for business. Uh, the other thing that's clearly important is the prohibition against disclosure of confidential or proprietary information. Um, this happens so frequently, and it's, it's nothing malicious by the majority of employees. It's accidental. But employees need to think about what they are posting on social media. For example, um, if you are bidding on a construction project and it's uh, you know, typically a, a close-knit industry for what you're bidding on, uh, maybe there are three or four competitors, and the negotiations are confidential, the bidding process is, is confidential, and you clearly wouldn't want to tip off competitors uh, you know, in a small market. 
So as your employee is taking a ride up to uh, to Maine where they're going to pitch this company um, about their bid and, and why their services should be used, their employee unwittingly tweets up to Maine to make a major presentation, hope we get the job. There's a good chance that, you know, again, in a small area, small uh, niche market, you're going to have competitors who know exactly what you're doing. So it's important not to do that sort of thing. Uh, the other thing is disclosure of um, employee um, information, proprietary employee information, uh, or um, your client's information, clients, client lists and contact information. All that needs to be kept private, and you need to explicitly state that in your social media policy. Um, the other thing that you need to be aware of is you should be careful when you put into a social media policy what happens if you violate it. And typically, in a contract, um, specifically an employment contract, you might give reasons for the termination. Uh, the company can terminate you with 30 days written notice because of A, B, C, or D, or just because, or however the, the contract is structured. I would caution you when doing something like that uh, with a social media policy because the law is so rapidly changing and developing that you could say something in there that ultimately can come back and, and be a violation. One thing that, that you need to understand about the National Labor Relations Board and the, and the laws that they uh, enforce is that you cannot prohibit an employee from discussing issues concerning the terms and conditions of their employment, such as wages, benefits, management, on social media, even if it is disparaging. Um, the National Labor Relations Board deems that to be a violation of the law. So to give you an example, if you have an employee that is angry post-holiday season that they did not get a raise, and they communicate via social media to others and other employees, um, I can't believe that I didn't get a raise, this isn't fair, I can't believe my boss is so cheap, and then you turn around and fire them for that comment, you could run into a situation where the National Labor Relations Board is you know, looking at your policy, striking it down, the employee may be able to sue you. So um, one rule of thumb is that you cannot fire somebody for social media posts that violate terms and conditions of their employment. You know, posting about things such as wages, benefits, management. There are many things that you can fire somebody for uh, with, with the use of social media, and that includes confidentiality, proprietary information. Um, but you have to be very careful, and this is why it makes good sense to take the time to really learn what the law is and what areas are developing right now so that you don't put something into your policy that can get you in trouble. If you have the means, it is always a better idea to have a professional 
whether it's an attorney or a human resources professional, prepare a policy like this for you, um, quite frankly, because you will have somebody who has, hopefully, experience and knowledge within this area of the law, can advise you properly, and uh, in the event that they don't, you do have some recourse from a professional liability standpoint. Um, so you're not left holding the bag when an employee or the NLRB comes knocking on the door uh, and says that you violated the policy. At least you can always point to somebody else and say, well, I had an attorney draft it or I had a human resources professional draft it, um, and, and it's their fault. It's just a, uh, a fact of life. People don't often say that, but it's the reality of why you would, would want uh, another professional to prepare such a policy for you, especially in, in an area like this, social media, where things are, are changing on a day-to-day basis. And we expect to see a number of changes throughout 2013. Um, we're going to see a lot of updates. So it's something to follow, um, to stay on top of, and to make sure that you understand. Don't just go on the Internet, take a social media policy, retype it, put your logo on it, and distribute it because you don't know how much trouble that can get you in uh, if, if the policy is not uh, proper. Um, and we had another question from Linda uh, who just uh, texted, how can I learn more about social media? It seems like there's a lot of information. Well, that's, that's true, Linda. Um, there's a, a tremendous amount of information, and you've got to be um, careful of what you are looking at and where you're getting the information from. Um, I would recommend, again, going to the National Labor Relations Board website. They have a lot of the memorandums and laws and policies posted on the site. Uh, you can also listen to programs like this. We're going to be talking about social media again over the next um, few episodes because there's just so much to discuss, uh, and we don't want to throw too much information at you all at once. Uh, separately, you're always welcome to uh, call our office and set up a free consultation where we can talk about um, social media for you, how it works, um, and we are giving free training seminars. So uh, if you are interested in learning more about social media and how to put together a policy or what the restrictions and limitations are, feel free to call us. Uh, I'll give you the number. It's 973-949-3770. And ask to set up a free training seminar, and uh, we will provide you with all of the resources. We'll give you a, uh, a fairly comprehensive training seminar, whether it's for management or for your staff. So that's a good way to do it. There are also a number of human resource professionals out there advertising um, seminars. Uh, I'd be careful about paying for a seminar at this point because there are so many organizations, uh, like our office, for example, that are giving these seminars for free uh, with no catch and no charge uh, because it's really something that you can get yourself into a lot of trouble with you need to know exactly what you're doing, and we want to see your companies you know, succeed, not be uh, sued and, and litigated against for um, you know, mistakes and, and, and 
not understanding the developing area of social media. Uh, I would also recommend that you keep a, uh, a lookout um, through a news service or an RSS feed for social media, social media policies, and look at the news on a daily basis to see what's going on, uh, to see how you can effectively utilize social media to promote your company and how you can protect your company in a lawful manner uh, to prevent employees from the improper use of social media. So those are all a number of things that can be done. Um, NLRB's website is, is comprehensive. It's confusing at points, and there's a great deal of information, so I encourage you to reach out to other professionals who may have um, some expertise in this area so that you clearly understand what you should have in your policy. So that's going to wrap up today's episode. Next week, we're going to continue on with our discussion of social media, and we're going to touch a little bit more on um, the employer's rights to use social media as a screening tool. So we're going to, you know, for, for new hires and employees, we're going to talk about that next time. So thank you all for tuning in. I encourage you to tweet, Facebook us, uh, send us emails, and ask questions so that um, you know, we've got your questions in mind while we prepare for the next show and can give you some good answers. Uh, and don't forget that you can always call in live on the air and ask your questions. We'll take your calls and comments. So that's it for this session, and we will see you next time. Thank you.